Hey there, and welcome to The Buck Starts Here. This is a new podcast we will do every Friday that deals with finances. Many people struggle financially, and Buck is going to give you all the tools you need to help you get straight financially. You just have to apply these principles he gives. So tell a friend to check out our podcast weekly. You can go to theroyalradio.com and check out the podcast there. You can also go to your local app store, search the Royal Radio, and listen to our different podcasts there as well. So tell a friend. So today's topic of the Buck Starts Here is, can I afford it? So Buck, what do you mean by, can I afford it? That's broad, Brad. That's broad. Because, I mean, you know, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year and you have no debt you can afford a little bit more than somebody that may be starting out making thirty thousand dollars a year well we got we got to talk hold on now we you got to set the bar a little lower you said a hundred thousand and i ain't nowhere close can we let's go maybe (laughs) forty fifty thousand we we can do that too we um what can i afford you know but it's like you said in the intro if you don't put these principles to use like we all uh at times neglect um, it won't do you any good anyway. Right. Um, well, it's like the word saying, don't be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. That's right, because so. it's just, it's just, it's just a, uh, a good thing to talk about if you're not going to put it into fruition. And if you're not going to put it into fruition, uh, you're just going to keep on keeping on in the same realm. Well, tell people, too, just so they know we're not two bums off the street, uh, especially you. I mean, you've, you've got all this financial training now, so kind of elaborate on that so people know, you know, you know what you're talking about. And then we'll we'll actually get into the the topic today. Can I afford it? Well, I guess you you know um, education. I've always been in the finance um, business uh, part of it, but I guess here about I don't know six seven years ago, I got involved with um, the Dave Ramsey stuff, financial peace, and going on to get my um, my master coaching um, in financial coaching from them. And it's an ongoing process, just like. Everything else, education right. is ongoing. You're learning, you know, some things you um, you learn from others, some things you learn from the education that you got, some things you learn from just hard knocks. Right. But can I afford it is um, it's pretty basic. It's, um, you know, the reason it came to my mind uh, the other day is can I afford it? I think Jay-Z had put something out that just went off, off the chart. The rapper people. The Jay-Z rapper, the rapper. Yeah, I don't yeah. listen to the rap music, but – he put out something and it went viral and he said that he uses a um uh, i guess a process if he can't buy it twice he don't buy it um in other words if if he wants to buy a 10 million dollar home in the, in the hamptons right uh, unless he's got 20 million sitting around he ain't buying a 10 million dollar house and uh, that's some good that's some good um rule of thumb to live by you know if you can't um, if you can't buy it twice, leave it alone. Yeah. Now, uh, of course, that leaves a lot of us uh, out of the picture with buying something. Right. But we're, we're doing good to buy it once. But um, if you can afford something, what I mean by if you can afford it, if it doesn't take away from, um, obviously as a Christian, if it takes away from your tithing, uh, you might want to scratch it. If it takes away from... Um, you know, being able to provide for your family, you need to scratch it. Right. Um, if you if it if it just just totally can entrap you and, and get you to where you're uh, a slave to uh, debt, then you need to drop it. But a lot of people use that you know debt to or the needs to the wants ratio rule. 
And um, that pretty much says that 50% of your stuff needs to go to necessities, um, necessities being things we need, we got to have. Right. Our house, you know, we don't need a um, uh, $50,000 automobile to get back and forth to work. Well, and I, I think, honestly, we, we've become so accustomed to the American lifestyle today and our neighbors that our needs – our needs have, have bled over into our wants, and we've skewed it so bad that we've convinced ourselves that uh, I need it. This is a need. Well, actually, it's it's a want. It's a want. Yeah. Most of the time, it's a want um, because we can. I mean, I'm driving a, a 12 year old car to um, to church every day, about 15 miles. Yeah. So um, he is. I've seen it. Would it would it be okay to drive a, a fifty thousand dollar vehicle to church every day? Yes, I guess I could. And he could do it. But um, I don't know about that. But I think if you you just got to have your wants and your needs, you got to have them declared and and know where you're going with it. But uh, like I said, fifty percent to necessities, thirty percent to your wants, and then twenty percent to your savings. Now, obviously, that is after off the top we we give right. As Christians, that's what we do. So, um, and we do believe in in giving um, on the gross, yeah. not on the net, because I want to be a gross blessing instead of a net blessing on, on my on my end. But uh, and also, when we buy something, we never ever factor in the surprise cost or the hidden cost of something. You know, yeah. you can buy a new vehicle today, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, you can probably afford a four to five hundred dollar payment, but you know, there's an eight hundred to nine hundred dollar tax bill that's going to come. And there's, right. there's um, insurance is going up because the vehicle costs more. So we don't necessarily um, take all those into consideration when we do it. Well, funny story. Personally, um, I was early 20s. I had a, a champagne taste on a beer budget, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, had a wild hair to go get a BMW mm-hmm. and uh, got it. I had the payment where I wanted it. I could afford it. Wasn't a big deal. And uh, the first maintenance bill came through, and it was either three or five hundred dollars, and it wasn't something that I could pass on. I had to do it, and I realized very quickly that I had, I had overstepped my bounds. And I'm like, I can't afford this because of the the up cost that comes with keeping the car up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I eventually traded that car in. So that goes right in line with what you're saying. We don't. I don't. I didn't think about a maintenance bill coming with that car. You know, I figured I'd just take and get the oil changed for thirty, forty bucks. Mm-mm. Not with a high-end car like that. So, um, old Brad got rid of it. Well, the thing <laughs> is, too, we all make mistakes. We've all made mistakes. Um, you know, the perfect scenario would be um, get out of school, get married in our, in our young age and, and never make a mistake. And then by the time we're 50 or 60, we're set. Yeah. But um, that's not the case with a lot of us. We make mistakes. But also know that there's uh, no matter w- what time you made a mistake, there's always um, – there's always time. You never you never can stop. I mean, if you if you change your life now at 50, 60, whatever, there's always a hope yeah. that you can uh, do better at the end. But it sure is better to get this stuff straight when you're younger because right. you've got a lot more time to to, um, to uh, fix it and to, to get better off. Well, I ran into a mutual friend of ours, and I told you this, that a um, little shout-out to Jeff Burkett. Mm-hmm. He and Melissa are putting these principles that you're talking about in these podcasts coming up into – practice mm-hmm. and you know they they're becoming debt free and I don't, I don't know their age they're younger and uh 
it's exciting to see people do that. Yes, yeah, very exciting. When you um, <clears throat> and he reached out to me this week on email. Yeah, um, actually yesterday, and um, it is exciting when when you see a change. You know, it brings up an interesting um, class. One time, I think it was about four years ago. There was a we had a class, uh, Dave Ramsey Financial Peace class, and a guy said he had three hundred softball bats, and I mean, I. I Three hundreds a lot of softball bats, but and I he thought probably I, needed them. Yeah, it, well, that was the thing. Was it a need or a want? Um, but he could afford them. That was the crazy thing. Yeah. But so he wanted them and he could afford it. So that's one side of the avenue. So people need to realize that these bats today are about three hundred dollars a yeah, pop. Yeah. So he had a good bit of money. He had a down payment on a house with his softball bats, <laughs> but. He um and that ain't professional softball either. No, man. he's a pickup league here at Florence, <laughs> but yeah, I think he played Monday through Friday on the softball team. So uh, that was his thing, you know. Yeah. That was his hunting and fishing. But uh he uh he had those three hundred softball bats and, and he was engaged uh to get married. And I guess they were in the course trying to get me to tell him he needed to sell his three hundred bats. <laughs> but uh I didn't want to go there, but there's your sign. Three hundred softball bats. Wow, he either loves softball or had plenty of money. But I think there's an addiction there yeah, we I'll, need to address. Well, I, I was scared to ask if his if his girlfriend or his fiance had that many shoes. So anyway, yes. Um, I think Warren Buffett said it best. It's one of my favorite people. Um, Warren Buffett made a quote: "If you buy things you do not need." Soon you will have to sell the things that you do, that you, that you need. Oh yeah. So it's so true. If you buy things that you don't need, it's a matter of time for you selling things that you do need. Um, yeah. That's a great quote by Warren Buffett from a wise man. Wise man. Yeah, I, we had. Uh, I have a 19 year old, my oldest, and we had a conversation just uh, last night. Honestly, he's in school. Um, he's uh, going to be out within a year and um, his plan is to work at a couple of different plants here that could potentially make a lot of money mm-hmm. uh, but he's going to work and um, he just just got a four-wheeler he's making a payment on the four-wheeler uh, his mom and I are helping him with some other bills just you know because we said we would do that mm-hmm. but he's putting gas in his truck and you know he's making the four-wheeler payment and the I'm the insurance, um, all that stuff, and um, you know now he wants a boat. So before I gave him a chance to elaborate on, it, I'm like, listen, dude, you just got the four wheeler. You know I'm not making payments on all this other stuff. He mm-hmm. said, no, I'm going to pay the four wheeler all, and then I'm going to get a boat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the way to do it. You right. know, you don't accumulate all this debt. You get one thing, you get it paid for, then you get you know something else if you can afford it mm-hmm. that's the way to do it so well they're in a uh, situation and and your son you're talking about and my son are the same age yeah and um they're in a situation where they got it pretty good oh yeah uh, i would love to know that that's the only thing i had to worry about was a four-wheeler payment <laughs> right so um yeah but anyway they you know they have it good and, and it's like i told my son i said son before you get married you get your four-wheeler and your boat and all that because you know you get married and what, what do you need a forward for? What do you need a boat for? <laughs> right. So uh, it's kind of funny, but it's uh, it is what it is. But no, that's the correct way. And um, in that case, there, I'd also encourage encourage him to uh, maybe double up on that thing and, and get it knocked on out. 
you know. Because there's interest, there's interest in the pavement on it. on it. And if he can double it up and knock it out quick and maybe get to a pattern of um, <clears throat> if you have to borrow money, and and I get it with these kids nowadays. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough coming out the gate. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. It's you got to get a house. Now, you don't have to have a, a house like your mom and daddy have at this current time. But, you know, and you don't have to have brand new cars. You don't have to have brand new jet ski. You don't need a twin. Right. So it's just <laughs> it's all this that me and you probably didn't get that they think that they need to be where we're at now. Well, that's, that's the thing. And I, I was in this trap at, at some point until, you know, I had a conversation with an older gentleman that I was looking at all these things at a 20-year-old, 22-year-old, that I had all these dreams and aspirations of what I wanted, where I wanted to live, all these things that we all go through. That's right. And, you know, I had a man that was probably in his mid-40s say, son, you want something that I worked 20 years yeah, for, right. you know, and you want it now. That's mm-hmm. just not the way it works. So it put it in perspective, that's you right. know. I mean, we're, we're looking at things that people have worked very hard for, and we think we, we need them now. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you, you work towards those things, you know, and if you're smarter earlier then you'll save yourself a lot of headache and debt that's right you know and living paycheck to paycheck and listen we're you and i are in a ministry we're pastors um but you're you're the financial guru um you know i bounce things off you any anybody that comes to me my financially i'm shooting them to you you know because that's that's your thing um and you've helped a lot of people that way uh, you're our outreach pastor, but I, you know, I think it's more of the the finance pastor. And you and I have had this discussion too recently that just as we uh, deal with marital problems as a ministry, uh, relationship problems as a ministry, people dealing with different sins of addiction, uh, whatever that may be, just across the board finances fall into that as well that's a huge ministry that a lot of people struggle with and like anything else not everybody's going to come up and go man i'm just i i can't breathe you know the debt suffocate me um so it's a big deal you know and and god doesn't want his people drowning in debt you know he wants them freed up so it's funny that you say that you know over 700 times in the bible um is referred back of some kind of way to money finances so, um, yeah, he don't want us living. You know, he, if he died on the cross to save us from the enslavement of sin and the bondage of sin, and then debt is sort of like that. Yeah, because we're a slave to the lender. We're a slave to the lender, the Bible says, Proverbs. Yep. So, you know, if you can avoid debt, um, obviously you'll be better off. Right. Um, I understand there's some cases where debt is, is, and then there's some question about whether there's good debt, bad debt. Um, I just personally think the faster that you can get out of debt, the better off that you're going to be because it's your, it's, it's your power for saving. Right. Um, it's way more powerful than getting a raise. If you can reduce your debt yep. uh, almost to zero, then obviously you'll have all of your income that can can really do some good in in buying things that you want. Yeah. Um, um, in all those avenues, but <clears throat> can I afford it? Yeah, it's a it's a personal question um, between you and and what you want. But I would say never go in debt um, on a large scale to buy anything. Uh, never go into debt as something that you couldn't pay off very quickly. Yeah, uh, I like how Dave, you know, Dave Ramsey says that 
for a person to buy a $50,000 car, you need to have a million dollars in the bank. Wow. Now, a lot of people will be like, man, that's just crazy. Right. You know, that's, that's absurd. But if you think about it, if you got a million dollars in the bank and it's paying you <clears throat> 1%, uh, that's only $10,000 a year. Right. So you bought a $50,000 car. As soon as you drove, drove it off of the lot, it reduced 10000 Yeah. So, you know, if you, you would have to get 5% on your money on a million dollars, which is 50000 to balance out the fifty thousand that you wrote for the car, right? So that's his his take on it. You know, I know that's um, I'm a Ramsey guy, but I understand that can be extreme. But well, people can look at it and go, "Well, he can say that because he's filthy exactly. rich." Well, here's the thing, though, and you and I have had this discussion. I mean, and I think you alluded to it in the beginning. You know, you can be a millionaire, but if you've spent a million and one dollars, you're just as broke as I am. <laughs> that's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got so, a friend of mine. He, he him and his family do real well. And um, I'd say they probably do three, four hundred thousand dollars a year. And um, I've dealt with him on some financial coaching, him and his family. But uh, it's like he said, you know, if you make three hundred thousand dollars a year, but you spend three hundred thousand in one, you, you broke. broke. So, um, and we know, you know, I say we know. We we read about and hear about uh, many millionaires lose it mm-hmm. and and are bankrupt and just redo it again. So they've been there and done it. They know what works and what don't work. That's right. So. Um, so it's an interesting topic. I think a lot of people will uh, hear it. Uh, it'll, it'll resonate with them because we, we live in a society today to where we talked about that this week. You can Google something on your phone, a pair of shoes, uh, a shirt, a car, whatever, and our phones are tracking us. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, The next thing that you're going to be bombarded with is uh, whatever you're looking at for however long that thing uh, wants to run it's almost like sin we're tempted by it um, but we don't have to give into it well the more i visually see something that i already kind of want anyway i'm more apt to at some point give in and go man i'm gonna just you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna get it um, and i may not be able to afford it at the time but then you know somehow in our human minds we justify it you know, and it's kind of like, all right, God, I got myself into this. Now bless this mess. Right, and he's yeah. saying, no, I didn't. I didn't tell you to get in that. So, well, the finances are. I mean, it's destroying marriages. It's destroying families. Right. Yes. Um. Well, that's the second thing. You know, I mean, it may have changed, but first is adultery, mm-hmm. and then the second is finances mm-hmm. as to why families are breaking up today. So it's huge. Yeah. And it's simply just based on decisions, you know, choices that we make. Choices that we make make us. Right. We, we've heard that a lot, but a lot of these these choices that people make, you know, um, it, it, and anything can happen in life. You know, can I afford it is, 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 is a broad statement, but yes, you might can afford it today. Right. But if you're in a sketchy field you know, for your occupation – and you may go to work money and not have a job not have a job then well the, the boat payment and the new truck payment still comes you know right. so you just got to be very 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 careful on on can i afford it um i would say in closing i guess we're about to wrap this up but yep. i would say that when i look at can i afford something if if i had to go borrow money on it and it was uh something other than something that is going to appreciate in value like a home. Yeah. Uh, I would probably have to have the backing in the bank 
or in a mutual fund or in a, um, or, or some kind of savings account to back up the purchase of that object. You know, if I buy a $5,000 four-wheeler, I'm personally going to want to have $5,000 sitting beside me somewhere. Yeah. That way, in case something happens to me, that it was a wash. Right. Um, even though, like we said, Jay-Z said pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So if you can buy it twice, that's um, that's a good thing coming from him. And there's some good, um, good um, wisdom in that. Right. So um, I'm not... So listen to Jay Z. No, I don't listen to Jay Z. <laughs> and uh, but I like that. And a lot of people, um, a lot of people were. I mean, it went viral. It went. Yeah. And well, he he's a huge star. I mean, people are going to put a lot of weight in what he says. So for him to say something like that, maybe it'll resonate with people to like make them think. Okay, maybe I don't need to get this right now. Right. Kind of thing. So well, save until you can get it. That's my my. And, and if you can afford it. Based on the criteria that we laid out today, I don't see no problem having it. Yeah, we're not saying be a fuddy dud and never have anything. Right. God wants us to have and enjoy things because they're there. Just don't but, let them have you. Right. That's, that's it. That's you can have key. things. Don't let things have you. Right. So thank you for being with us again. Uh, for the buck starts here each week. Uh, buck's going to give you some wisdom and finances that if you'll apply these things, if you'll think about them and pray about them, uh, God will bless you, and you can be a blessing to others. So again, let me remind you, you can go to theroyalradio.com and check out these podcasts and different podcasts that we do uh, weekly. You can also go to your app store, search The Royal Radio, and you can find all these different podcasts there as well. So we're excited about this new one. The buck starts here. We will see you next week. <laughs>